0: Hey
1: there, I'm Josh.
0: And I'm Jade. And on this episode of Our Taste is Trash,
1: we review the murder mystery Enola Holmes 2,
0: discuss our weekly watches, and
1: talk upcoming shows to watch during the holidays.
0: So remember to rate, review, and follow wherever you listen.
1: Stick around. Let's
0: all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves
1: a treat. Welcome into another episode of Our Taste is Trash. I'm Josh.
0: And I'm Jade.
1: Jade, I have, I feel like I've been falling down on, on watches yeah. for the most part in the last couple of weeks.
0: Well, honestly, it's like kind of exhausting, you know, most stuff I've just been kind of bored with a little bit. Right? Yeah. Like, I've,
1: I've been sitting there recently with a lot of my subscriptions, which I still have quite a fucking lot of, even though I've tried to get rid of some yeah. of them. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, tell me, I think we've talked about this a lot recently, but like Mm -hmm. tell me if you get like this where you might have five or six things that you want to start. But just like after you get done with work, after you get done doing whatever you're fucking Mm -hmm. scrolling on TikTok, just all your extra shit around the house, you're like, God. I'm really going to have to think about the show. And it just sounds fucking exhausting. It's the
0: energy required to watch certain shows that I agree. Like, I just haven't had recently. So I've just been kind of letting things fall to the wayside because I'm like, I kind of just want to watch something easy.
1: There's even some documentaries and things I've been wanting to dive into. But like that too, where I'm like, I'm going to get really excited about this and I'm going to watch it and I'm going to want to Google during it. And I'm like, and then I just want to go to bed. Like, I just, I'm just fucking tired. Like, Like, I don't
0: want to think that much. Yeah, Yeah. I don't want to think
1: that much. Much. Mm-hmm. Like even I think a show you've been recommending. I'm sure we'll talk about it. Uh, spherical is that what it's called? Oh, the peripheral.
0: Peripheral. Damn yeah. it, spherical.
1: <laughs> spherical. Peripheral. I've been wanting to start that. I've heard yeah. lots of people talk about it, but like, I I don't know why. Every time I look at it, I'm like, I feel like I'm gonna have to sit down. Really pay attention. You're correct, and it's going to be a little exhausting. That
0: show's really good, but it does require mental energy because not only is it a sci-fi, but it's also a political thriller, which means you have to pay attention to like the politics and the policies of what's happening in the show, on top of the action and the sci-fi. See, you know
1: what I, I think? You know, what I need to do sometimes, and I used to do this to kind of get back into watching other shows. I would sometimes give myself like a little, like like a little appetizer, like a little num num, like for my yeah. brain, where like I'd put on a couple episodes of The Office, you know, and just like be oh, yes, doing yes. other things and get into it one or two episodes of The opposite. playing sometimes
0: too if I play a trailer right before because trailers will sometimes hype yeah, yeah. me up enough to be like Truth. okay now I'm into it yeah yeah because trailers it's a little snippet it's a little like preview sometimes
1: it does the opposite for me Jay sometimes oh. I watch a trailer and I'm like oh that looks like a fucking lie <laughs> <laughs> like that just looks like a whole lot like it looks i'll still be excited i'll be like wow that looks great but i'm like
0: oh, not ready I'm for so, it i'm so
1: yeah. tired you know how sometimes you just get yeah. even like i mean you work on a computer i work on a computer at my you know real job and yeah it you could just be so mentally exhausted after eight hours of answering fucking emails and doing all that Your other bullshit meetings you're just like i want to put on it's something like,
0: i work in a creative industry so it's like i exactly. have to be in it and on top of it the whole time like my my juices have to be fucking yeah. flowing. And then sometimes it's like, yeah, like when I get home, I'm just kinda like, you know what? I want to put on something like I don't have to think about, it, which is like why I've been watching things like The Kardashians and I just watch like Drinkmaster on Netflix, J- Love is Blind.
1: Great British baking show. Like yeah. that's oh, exactly just watch I can just criticize really other it. people
0: yeah. and
1: watch them fuck up and I can laugh at them and it's fucking great. Yeah. Like, like it's, you, you
0: just you don't have to concentrate, you don't have to really think about story wise, like what happened last week? No. What is this character doing? And like,
1: I can be playing on my phone the the whole time and, and, and miss 15 minutes and yep. st- I'm still like oh there's fucking Bramilda she's yeah. fucking up her goddamn tart because again it's like, like
0: it's interesting to watch the process but at the end of the day you're just waiting for the end result 100% so it's like you don't really know who to... fucked up and who
1: did great exactly yeah, so you like, don't really
0: need to really be 100% there for the rest of it
1: well Jade let's let's then go into I don't think we did the segment last week <music> Let's talk a little bit about what we watched this week. Jade, let's start with you. I think your list looks a little longer probably than mine is. (laughs) Uh,
0: A touch, a touch. Yeah. So, well, speaking of Love is Blind, the uh, season finale just happened this past week. And it's out fucking great. This has been an insane (laughs) season. And I know I'm not the only one because obviously I've been on TikTok. And the TikToks about this are right on par. I've also been seeing TikToks from the contestants or not contestants, but I guess the people on the show um it's just truly fascinating to me this show like who decides to get married and who doesn't this season was fucking insane the men this season Trash. What is going on in Dallas? I mean, I knew Texas oh, was not the best, Jade. but I mean, Jesus fucking Christ! You just said
1: it. Te- have you been to Dallas? Uh,
0: Trash. I,
1: Dallas gosh, and Jen- you don't understand. Even some of the women. I mean, there women were are two tra-
0: men, Josh, this season, who said straight to their fucking fiancés' faces oh, that they did not find them attractive. They found other women on the show attractive, and basically shit on their fiancés the entire Jesus. time for not being the ideal fucking body type it was so disgusting to watch i was like these people in their early 20s oh my god like mid mid 20s okay. i think All i right. think the women this is you know this is a big difference because it was colin bartice also known as coleslaw and fartice um the, <laughs> the, the nicknames you determined She's for crying. them because they're trash. trash. so they're both in their mid 20s and both the women zainab and uh nancy are 30 31 years old mm. And I think that's the biggest difference is these Were women, the guys
1: 20-something? Yeah, uh these women that, mm.
0: are financially stable, they're in their careers, they're making good money, they know who they are, they know what they want, and you have these men that are just like, Yeah, I'm looking for like my soulmate, my wife, and then they meet them and they're like Ooh, you're not like a size two.
1: Jade, mm. Men in their mm. most men in their early to mid twenties don't know what they want. Gross.
0: They think I'm they do. They much. think they do because There's society the tells them they do. There's an conversation where Bartis. So basically, it's the episode where they this. It's post honeymoon, and they all actually get to meet each other for the first time. So like you get to see. Who in the pods who you used to talk to, right? So this is the first time they're all seeing each other. So, of course, Bartiz sees Raven for the first time. And Raven is a Pilates instructor. So, mm, ding, ding, what right. do we think she looks like, right? Yeah. So, Bartiz... up, Raven. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. So, Bartiz literally is in bed with Nancy. And he goes, Raven is exactly who I would have gone for in the real world. She's a smoke show. And she came out in her dress. Like, she looks so good he's saying this that's crazy to the me. woman like, he proposed marriage to that's insane
1: because listen like can you say that to a long-term partner who you've been with and are like emotionally stable with sure. absolutely yeah you can absolutely say it. like i i'm married like we've, we've been i've been yeah. together with my wife now well, until thing, for, like seven we years we understand you can tell, humans
0: you can yeah. find other people attractive you find and
1: you can say that to them but like you can't say like oh i just we just met and you fucking, I find this other person more attractive. attractive like, you? Yeah. why the fuck are no. you with me? It's like, totally
0: insane. And then by the end, okay, I'm sorry. So but uh, spoilers Colleen and Matt got married. And that is fucking insane to me because I'm sorry, but Matt, walking red flag. That man is a white beater. <laughs> I'm not even joking. Oh, God. No joke. Like, during the reunion episode, Colleen was fucking scared. And I was like, blink twice. Please, if we need to rescue you. Like, she looked to me like a scared little mouse. And I was like, this man is a psychopath. He's so controlling. I am afraid for her. I'm afraid for that relationship. I would not be surprised if we heard a couple months from now that, like, either they were divorced or something happened. Like, I don't know. Terrifying. But, again, spoiler, Alexa and Brennan, who did get married, fabulous. Mm. Love them. Love them. Who knows? Maybe it'll last. Maybe it won't. <laughs> but I think for the most part, they actually work as a couple. Everyone else, thank the Lord. Thank the lo- Run for the fucking hills, ladies. Except <laughs> for the weirdest one to me is SK and Raven, who did not get married. SK said no. Raven said yes. Still dating.
1: Interesting. Yeah. Hey, you know, maybe good, they actually know what they want. Good for
0: them. Yeah. And you know what I think? I think it made sense because... SK basically got into college to get his like master's or doctor or something in california and so raven was like oh so like are you gonna live in california and he's like yeah i'll be there for two years which i think is like well you can ask someone that you just met even though you're married to give up their entire life to move to california and she said that she was like she has a business she owns her own pilates studio so she was like well i have to stay here in dallas so i think to me it made sense that they didn't get married i think dating through this makes more sense to me but i'm still fascinated because you watch them josh it's like it's the most bizarre it's an odd couple for sure for sure but anyways
1: well jade uh one thing i have been watching this week Hmm. the crown season five just dropped
0: okay yeah so i've
1: been very into the crown as you know Mm -hmm. and because i think uh, overall if you like that kind of drama it's one of the best produced shows on Netflix, yeah. In you know, I
0: still can't get into it because it's just not my genre. But I, I heard great. Things. I mean, it's period fit piece, and it's very like
1: it's still, political. It's, political, th- it's yeah. political like drama, which yeah. is if you're into that kind of thing, it's great. But I mean, spoiler, you already know what's going to happen most of the time. Well, yeah. it's just what makes it interesting. I'm like,
0: yeah. I don't know, Will Diana? Will Diana? I don't Diana
1: know. I don't know. <laughs> actually, you know what? They didn't take it up to that. They went they. I think that's going to kick off season mm. six, which that is the sense. final season. Because she didn't die. They got right up to 97. And then Ooh, they stopped.
0: Yeah. Well, that makes sense. Because I feel like they're going to go through Diana's death. Probably fast forward to them now with the boys getting yep. married. I
1: wonder how far they're going to take it. Because originally, I believe, if I remember from an earlier interview, they weren't going to take it to modern day. But it almost well, makes now sense. now
0: with the death, to, you have to bookend end stop. Yeah. yeah. So,
1: I mean, whether it... I almost would imagine that they keep most of whatever they had in their original script, yep. get up to the last episode, and do some kind of a skip ahead.
0: That's what I... Th- that would th- make I sense. felt like there was going to be a fast forward You me. almost
1: have to now, because yeah. it, it it writes itself. Yeah. It almost writes itself. Although, a couple of trash things. Let me just go over The Crown. Mm. The Crown does an amazing job at making you believe that rich people have problems. Because <laughs> let's face it, like, look, as, a con- as, as an institution... Oh. The 90s were not a great time for the UK monarchy, right?
0: Great for the US, though.
1: Great. Truth. But not a great time. Like, they went through a lot of public scandals. Mm -hmm. They went through a time where they thought maybe even the monarchy itself might be removed in some way. God, one can hope. But, like, honestly, like, all of these scandals, it's just rich people problems. It's, like, normal everyday things, but because they're who they are, are blown up. It's a big deal. Like, of course, you know, the, the... they divorced our princess the princess of wales and the prince of wales charles and diana divorced and that was a big deal for the country but like it's not like in the scheme of things that's not a big deal at all no also there was like just all these little bullshit things where like diana and charles would give these interviews that would give inside looks at like their lives and camilla and it was like oh my god it's a scandal i'm like this honestly, if if these took away their money, this would just be normal trailer park white people just, trash. Should the people That's what go it would be
0: through, yeah. It, and I'm yeah. like,
1: it, like none of the problems these people have are real world, As, um, real people children problems.
0: Children yeah. <laughs> real. really
1: like, of divorce. Yeah, for real. that big Like a deal. I mean, they they had to settle millions of dollars in their divorce, and I'm like, this this is just. They're talking about a four Diana. One of the things, like, and look, like they paint Diana is great, and I love Diana. I'm not gonna mm-hmm. say, not gonna say anything bad on this podcast about Princess Diana, but like, <laughs> she gets a four hundred thousand dollar settlement a year on top of the millions and millions of dollars she gets in a lump sum. Like, and they're like, good oh wow, she settled, and I'm like,
0: revenge dress. I-
1: oh, Jade, so good. What's treasure about this? Yeah, the actress who plays Diana. Yeah, I think I know she got some criticism. She nails the looks, she nails the mannerisms. Yeah. She is X circles around. Like, if there's any character from the
0: clips that I've seen, I feel like she was a better choice. And not to knock the other actress, Corinna, Kar- or whatever I forget her, who, her name is, yeah. but I think she did a really great job too. But from the clips that I've seen of um, what's her face playing, uh, Diana? Elizabeth, I think Debeki? yes, is that who name? I've seen her in other shows and movies as well. I recognize her. She, so,
1: like, I'm saying that the hair. Yeah. Her she must have watched hours of interviews yeah. and mannerisms like, and, and way, she's
0: also crazy tall.
1: The oh, and this, I think, that's what made it more believable because yeah. Diana was a really. somewhat tall woman,
0: she was as tall as um Charles. I think but she they was. Always, that's why they always made her either sit or like uh, be at some stature level lower than him.
1: But like I said, great stuff. Like, she was the most, uh, most disappointing in this, Jade, though. Mm. Most disappointing, you know, Dominic West, the actor
0: okay he plays a, charles weird choice it looks I nothing like love charles him, but yes he's like does not feel like charles to me i'm sorry but we've all Mm-mm. seen charles <laughs> even and he, let's you know good i'm sorry but thank god for diana's jeans oh absolutely in, in
1: harry and, and, harry and, william, and william absolutely yeah. because yeah. he not an attractive no, man yeah so sorry i mean some of the, I feel like the overall casting choices for this season weren't my favorite. Like,
0: I wonder if it based on availability.
1: Maybe, or maybe they just there were some people that wanted to, like Jonathan Price. Mm-hmm. You know, Jonathan Price was Prince Philip. Yeah. Does he kind of look like Prince Philip? I guess, but he he doesn't I- capture Prince Philip for me.
0: Okay. I was gonna say because I was gonna say I thought he could pull off the mannerisms. I know that actor a
1: little bit. Like he's a great actor. I love him in things. I just don't feel he was the right choice. Like for Prince Philip, it didn't to me Mm -hmm. make as much sense. Um, I mean, Prince Charles was the big one for me, and I will say I think one of the other casting choices that they always have gotten right though Mm -hmm. is uh, Camilla Parker Bowles. Like Olivia Williams plays her in this season. Yes, I feel like every actress who has played. Camilla has nailed it, like in that nice. role, because I hate her. Now. I hate her character <laughs> every fucking time. Like
0: yes. Charles, absolutely, and
1: Camilla in real life and depicted are trash people. Although Jade, mm. I think the Crown's PR team reached out, or or the the actual Crown, like yeah. the, UK oh, Crown, the UK Crown, okay, gotta go because ahead. there were several episodes in especially later in the season of this Mm -hmm. season that they painstakingly took the time to outline positive things about prince charles
0: absolutely so this was like this is kind of where i almost was like where's the line here because this is an american produced 100 show about the british royalty using british actors and it's almost kind of like okay international relations wise how they, does that?
1: J, J, so yeah. let me give you an example. They took a whole episode because this, this season was primary. the primary storyline. Yes, there were some things going on with the queen and some things she had to deal with. But mm-hmm. the primary storyline of this season was the separation and divorce right. of Princess Diana yeah. and Prince Charles. Yeah. They took a whole episode to talk about this trust that the prince set up mm. and all this positive work that he'd done with young kids. It took up 20 minutes course. of an episode and went nowhere. Of just course. for the mere fact to yeah. like cut to the end of the episode mm-hmm. saying the prince has done all these things, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, this is fucking weird and convenient yeah. that, because look, they fucking lambasted Prince Charles yeah. in season four. They were not kind to him. At all, yeah. like which,
0: by the way, how bizarre does it have to feel to just like know that someone is just making a fictionalized version yeah. of your life, and it's just this like an international television yeah. show, and you're just like you have no control. And I think
1: she, the Queen used to watch the show. She said she watched some the of the early the Fuck
0: season? wouldn't she, if I was the Queen. She hello i feel like every night i'd be like bring me my Jane. tea put on the fucking Jane. crown
1: <laughs> especially the fucking early episodes when she was young like yes. can you imagine be like i bet she looked at that and was like they think i was that fucking hot yeah, yeah. i was that fucking hot like look at that sh- in her I mind would, she's uh, like
0: that yes exactly i was hotter I
1: do you know she's absolutely absolutely i had absol- yeah. absolute yeah. been
0: like that would have been like ooh, if only they really knew what
1: happened. You know who I want to <laughs> hang out with in that entire family more than anything? Because I feel like she's all drama and the entire tea of that family hmm. is Princess Anne.
0: Oh, Princess Anne okay. yeah.
1: seems like the most fucking fun person in that entire goddamn family. And I feel yeah. like she would just like, she's, she's like the-, the smartest person in that whole family too. Yeah. Like honestly, like I feel like she would just be a blast to party with even in her age now. And like she would just, I don't know, fucking roast you 24-7. Probably. Like 110%. Like, yeah. she does not give a fuck about anything. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that would be me. Yeah.
1: Like, yeah, that's what she seems to be sure. that person in that show. But yeah. would I still say, if, if you've been on the crown train, watch the season it's still great like i I can't wait for season six i want to see where they go with it and like see where they kind of end up but for sure it's a fun show yeah nice
0: yeah uh well speaking of uh continuations of shows (laughs) so funny enough avenue five just dropped to season two they're actually already on episode five i did not realize that they were already in season two
1: should we should we know what (laughs) avenue five is
0: So for those who missed it, so the first season came out in 2020, Uh and they're only now releasing season two. So there was a two-year gap there. Um, But basically, for those who don't know what Avenue 5 is, it stars Hugh Laurie okay, um, amongst a couple other comedic actors. We have some people from The Office. Um, We have Andy Buckley, who played... um, Uh, what is it? David Wallace. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And then um, there's also Zach. Forget his last name. Oh wait, isn't uh
1: uh Josh Gad? Yes. Yeah.
0: So it's Josh Gad. Yeah. Sorry, Zach Woods. Um, we have Rebecca Front, Susie Nakamura. Um, we have yeah Andy Buckley, Ethan Phillips, Adam Paulson, Jessica St Clair, Kyle Bornheimer. It's a lot of comedy actors. Nice. And the whole premise is that it's way in the future, and now instead of like cruise ships you take on the ocean you take a space cruise so the space cruise called the avenue five is only supposed to take like eight weeks but they get knocked off course by an asteroid so now their eight-week cruise is three years long
1: jesus
0: and then basically the rest of the show is just kind of about them trying to solve problems in space along with like it's all like like the cruise ship members are basically like all walking karens like even (laughs) though they're like trying to deal with They're literally in space. Why is the
1: martini bar closed? But that's
0: exactly what it is, Josh. It's like, they're like, why is the food flavoring (laughs) off? Or like, there's only one tiramisu left. And they're like, well, we're here for three fucking years. (laughs) And so there's one character. That would be me. Literally called Karen. And she is a Karen. It's so fucking fantastic. And Josh Gad... Place this trillionaire called judd who owns the company that does this and he happens to be on this cruise and he absolutely has no idea what the fuck is going on because Amazing. obviously everyone else does everything for him so and he's just worried about his money at the end of the day because he's like oh yeah we changed all the food hall dining to what we call binge foods because people tend to binge when they panic and <gasps> it's like all about still profits at the end of the oh day they are stuck there it's
1: if i still had to pay jade when i was stuck on a cruise for 3 more years i'd i'd be really pissed if they're still charging like my cruise bill but that's exactly oh my what god it
0: is. that's a crazy fee the whole thing i'm like you're stuck there and you're still fucking paying for meals no, and shit absolutely, absolutely not
1: absolutely not, not.
0: no but it's no. so good like at one point they uh they leak um the feces and so then it starts orbiting them so there's just like a little like shit orbit surrounding them <laughs> and they keep trying to eject the dead bodies and then the dead bodies are the same thing as so they keep orbiting the shit <laughs> so every so often <laughs> at a certain time they keep seeing the dead bodies float up.
1: oh my god <laughs>
0: I mean, it's so good and they also lose their minds at one point they, they think they see the Pope and the turds it's <laughs> incredible incredible I'm, I'm
1: gonna need to start watching this I'm yeah. gonna need to start watching yeah. this it's on HBO Max yeah nice HBO, yeah. I'm gonna check this out movie review first look well should we take a first look at our movie this week yes alright so it is Enola Holmes 2 mm-hmm. it's on Netflix uh, I, I mean I remember the first one it was great if you haven't watched the first And Nola Holmes, you should. Yeah. It's fucking fantastic. Jade, uh, what are some first thoughts on this movie?
0: I actually, I mean, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I think they still captured the kind of cute quirkiness of the first film. Um, And I think they still provided us with a classic, almost kind of like Sherlock mystery. Um, But my only kind of real critique going into this is the fact that they used a real life incident because personally the, the matchstick girls, the matchstick right? girls yeah. yeah so i i know the story
1: i didn't I, actually i mean i figured it was true when oh God. i figured it was true when like i started after like the first 10 minutes i was like oh this is this is going to be a real life story yes yeah. yeah
0: um so i i know all about the matchstick girls i don't know how or why i just recall learning about it i know it so to me i feel like the mystery of the movie was ruined because I knew everything that was happening. I was like, well, I know that this is, I know the whole conspiracy. I know everything that's happening because this is true to life versus had it been a written mystery story that wasn't real, I think I would have had a better time going along with it because I would have had to be figuring it out with Enola versus I was watching this being like, Enola, are you fucking stupid?
1: You know, it's interesting that you say that because in this movie, more so than the first one, I feel like it wasn't driven by the mystery. Mm-hmm. Like the first the first one was, right? I mean, that's yes. the reason that in in Enola Holmes 1, we'll call it. That's why Mycroft shows up and Sherlock shows up because the mother disappears and they're trying to figure that out. And yes. everything that happens in the first one.
0: Tewksbury disappears. And Tewksbury so that's disappear. who she's trying to find. But, and then yeah.
1: Everything in the first movie is driven by the fact that they're trying to find these people. Yes. There are all these odd side kind of stories mm-hmm. in this Onella Holmes 2 that are still funny and kind of add to the movie, but they're the movie's not being driven at all times mm-hmm. by this mystery that's going on. Yeah. I didn't feel. It didn't feel that way to me, and it was like... In watching it, sometimes I was like, "Okay, what the fuck are we doing? We've been here for 15 minutes. We're doing this other thing. We're in this like little romance thing. We're we're off on this little tangent with their mom. Like, what's going on?" Long
0: film. I felt like there was a lot of filler for the story versus like actually taking time to like work through the mystery.
1: It could have easily been 90 minutes, and I would have been fine for sure. I would have been fine. And you know, I think the only reason again, like we've said this, the only reason this movie wasn't cut is because it's not for theaters. It's for streaming absolutely. and they want to keep you in the stream. So they're like, you, if you want to make it three, fu- I, I'm sure that if the creator said we want to make this three hours, it would have been like, absolutely. Sure. Fucking do oh, it. I don't of give course, a fuck. You yeah. it away. Yeah. Let's do three hours. Like, but I mean, I will say the one side story I did enjoy more in this season, and we'll get more into this after the break, was the love interest. I thought those were some of the funniest parts in the whole fucking movie.
0: Oh, my God. I was going to say, because it- there wasn't actually that much quotable stuff. Outside of the conversations between Enola and Tewksbury.
1: Do you think that's just because of Millie Bobby Brown maturing as an actress? Because, I mean, she was fairly young in Enola Holmes 1. That was like two, three years ago, right? I mean, she was still an actual child in, you know, like Stranger Things.
0: I think not even just her herself, but I think because they are now older both actors i think they were able to add in more of that more mature
1: maybe more experience as an actress it, too right yeah like a yeah.
0: relationship where it's like you bicker but it's like this cute flirty bickering and banter and i think that worked really well for this you know because like, yeah. I, I think we needed it as well
1: well jade let's get more into this we're going to review Anola homes 2 it's streaming now on netflix right after the break so uh stick around we'll be right back feature presentation
0: my name is enola holmes i started a detective agency
1: oh, hello but you're a girl tell me yes might your brother be free
0: my brother well i have not a single case sherlock's latest seems to be vexing him is it true you find lost people yes my sister she disappeared a week ago at last, I would be a detective in my own right, worthy of the Holmes name.
1: And our movie this week is Enola Holmes 2. It's streaming now on Netflix. It stars Millie Bobby Brown as Enola, Henry Cavill as Sherlock, and I'm trying to think of a third one here. We have Grail,
0: uh, David Thewlis. Oh, there we go. Okay, yeah. Oh.
1: yeah. I mean, there's some fairly famous people. You know we didn't get back, though, this time, is Mycroft. <gasps>
0: yeah, who Sam Coughlin. Sam Coughlin,
1: What? Why couldn't he? Why was so, he in this movie? I
0: guess there were scheduling conflicts, and so he wasn't able to return as Mycroft in this film. Although he said he oh. really wanted to, um, but he did say that if they do make a third film, sure of course they will. This is a you know money yeah. racket that he definitely wants to be in the third, so we might see Mycroft again. Well, Jade,
1: for those who don't know what we're talking about and are very confused by the <laughs> words Enola Holmes, what is this movie about briefly?
0: So the summary is, now a detective for hire, Enola Holmes takes on her first official case to find a missing girl as the sparks of a dangerous conspiracy ignite a mystery that requires the help of friends and Sherlock himself to unravel.
1: So basically, also, if you haven't caught on, Enola Holmes is supposed to be the younger sibling Mm -hmm. of Sherlock and Mycroft Holmes. Yes. So she also, in this one, starts her own detective agency Mm -hmm. that doesn't go quite... (laughs)
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, at first,
1: but uh, it, it's funny. Like, it's a different perspective on the Sherlock Holmes. And actually, aren't these based on novels?
0: Yeah, it's actually a series of novels. Um, and it's interesting because even though these are based on novels, the first film was based on, the I think, the first novel of the series. But this movie, the sequel, is actually not based on any of the novels. It's based on the true life story of the Match Girls and the Match oh. Girls Strike uh, which I I said earlier, kind of I think was its downfall a little bit. I, so
1: let's dive right into the trash. So Jade, for trash, I I want I, I want to start because I I have very passionate about a couple of things in this movie that I just was very confused by. Yes, didn't enjoy one of them <laughs> was I, I talked to, I teased it a little bit before the break was that there were all these extra storylines that mm-hmm. just didn't need to be there to oh, drive the plot forward. One of them was this entire chase scene with the mother, where where, where Enola Holmes' mother shows up. the prison
0: breakout. The prison
1: breakout. Like, yes. Did she need to be broken out of prison? Absolutely. But, like, the mother does absolutely nothing to assist Enola. And, like, that whole scene ends so abruptly. Like, literally, they're in the woods. They get, you know, they get away. They're Mm -hmm. safe again. And then it's just like, bye. Goodbye, Enola. She leaves her off on her own. What what is happening? Why are you leaving your daughter on your own when she needs your help? And two, where are you going? Yeah. You're in the fucking woods. Your your carriage is broken. We, your horse is dead. Like, where the fuck are you going? I was
0: so confused by all of it because I was like, why did it take Eudora until this point to help her daughter out? Meanwhile, Sherlock... Like the fact, first of all, the fact that Nola is even Sherlock's ward because yeah. basically her mother is an absolute. He's never mother. fucking around either. Yes. And then on top of that, like it takes him going to not even Eudora herself, not even his mother, but Edith to ask for them to help break her out of prison because she's been falsely in prison. So, then, yeah, she does this whole prison break and then she's like, buy her on your fucking own again. And I was like, that's
1: weird even the imprisonment itself like yeah it was a kind of fun and there were some great action scenes yeah absolutely but like honestly not necessary to the plot overall it it, it, didn't added nothing because nothing came out of it
0: not only that josh but i'm like regardless of the fact that she was falsely imprisoned escaping from prison in and of itself is a crime so why would she not go to prison (laughs) after Jade, thank this you. Make
1: sense? Because she runs into cops after that, and it's like nothing. Happened. And they're it's like, like it's "No like, big oh, deal. You didn't get arrested for murder. Oh, you didn't go through this whole escape where you literally assaulted multiple officers, beat the fuck out of them, destruction of
0: property, just, blew like, up
1: all this shit. And, oh, everything's fine now." And I'm like, "Wait." Nothing has changed. That was another problem. It was never brought up again about her being arrested. I was like, nothing has changed. Thank you. She's still being accused of murder. It didn't
0: affect the rest of the plot. And I think that's what bothered me is had it come back again somewhere in the plot, then it would have been, you know, would have made sense. But because it's basically glossed over, I was like, well, then what the fuck was the point? And also, you know, my problem,
1: they didn't do this in the first one. And I think you talked a little bit about this, Jade, but like they made Enola seem inept in times because. yes. At least in the first one, you're following along with her, and you're kind of like there were a little bit of surprises, right? You were like, "Oh, that was a clue. Interesting. I didn't think about that. Yes, Ooh, that was a clue."
0: We're like, Every "Who time... the true villain was in the first one was a surprise yeah. to me." One hundred percent. Yeah,
1: Th- this was not this especially some of the reveals where she realizes, "Oh, what's the main uh, uh, the Braille? other a- uh, who's the actress who's missing? Who's what's the character's name? Who's who's missing in this in this movie?"
0: Oh, Sarah. Sarah. Sarah literally
1: shows up and and like uh, the, uh, at Jane, the ball at the ball. Bo- I'm like, oh, i I was like, "There's Sarah. We all she's going to figure it. this out. We all knew." It took her what? Another thirty yeah. minutes? She's to go, there. Oh the my ball god! Fucking Sarah,
0: Cecily, and I was like, "How do you not fucking comprehend that that is Sarah?" It took me First, two seconds to figure out.
1: Doesn't make any sense. And she
0: doesn't. It's like way, way later that she figures out that Cecily is Sarah, and I was like, "What the fuck?" And not only that, but again, this is again. I was like, I don't. Again, I don't know if it's because I know the story already or what but I was like I don't like, think that had
1: anything to do with knowing the story like, right, like there was were just like, some very obvious things that happened yeah, where you're like, like
0: Enola i do you not what the comprehend fos? that Sarah's obviously taken documents to prove that the match factory is doing something illegal the- and that the phosphorus is causing them issues because the first thing we see when Enola arrives to the factory is there's a woman with fossey jaw and they say that it's typhus and I was like all you have to do is look up symptoms of typhus yeah. and realize that that is not a symptom it is a very specific symptom called fossey jaw for a reason because it's the way the white phosphorus gets into the jaw and deteriorates it and that's fine if at the time they didn't understand what fossey jaw was but you would also know that some a symptom of typhus like it's not the hard yes. and not only that but the guy literally says when she's in there that the girls have been it says two years it's been killing these girls when he talks about typhus and I was like interesting because the second she found out they switched to white phosphorus two years ago I would have been like ding 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 ding, ding. ding. yeah Hello. I, 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 but it takes her getting all the way to the end when she's at the apartment and she sees at Sarah's apartment and she's like, she sees red phosphorus and white phosphorus and plants and bugs and rats have died consuming white phosphorus over red that she's finding like, oh, the white phosphorus is killing them. And I was like, well,
1: yeah I, girlfriend, what? For, for all that this movie does to really be a, like, really try to be a women's empowerment, which I think they do a good job in a lot of other oh, aspects yeah. that we'll talk about in a minute. But I mean... They make Enola look like a fucking idiot sometimes. I'm like, why? What's the reason for this? It's supposed to be a murder mystery. Or not a murder mystery, but like a a mystery mystery, that she's solving. And we know know she's smart. We saw it in the first movie. We know she's smart about certain things in this movie, but then some of the obvious, like th- the reveal on, on fucking Sarah, where that, was... it, that happened so much later in the movie where I was like, I thought we already knew this. Like she did that Same. reveal and I was like, are we just discovering this now? Like what the fuck? Yeah,
0: I literally wrote my notes. How did it take Nola this yeah. long to discover is that Cicely is Sarah?
1: Is there anything else trash on your list, Jade, before we move on?
0: um, Yeah, I mean, for me personally, I just felt like the way they tried to tie in bringing Moriarty into this felt weak like it felt forced it didn't make any sense because Moriarty as we know is a massive massive villain for Sherlock and they brought Moriarty into this movie which could have been interesting but the way in which they did it it doesn't make sense because they were trying to tie the Moriarty story story storyline yes into a Nola storyline with the matchstick girls and then when we get the final reveal at the end of who Moriarty is I was like this doesn't feel earned because you yeah. we weren't along the ride for this mystery. Like, yeah, there are a few snippets here and there, Sherlock trying to figure it out, but that wasn't the main mystery. That wasn't the goal. Mm. So when there was that final reveal, it's kind of like, well, that's not the story we're f- following. That's not what we've been waiting for this whole time. And the real story ended so lackluster because. Yeah. There were, like, the evidence... I don't
1: even remember the end of this movie,
0: It was literally... Yes. It was, like, McIntyre, who's covering the whole fucking thing up, burns the only evidence oh, they had. Right. So the only thing they can do is rally the matchstick girls to the factory to basically quit the factory. And, like, that's it. And I was, like, well, you don't think they're not gonna just scrounge up more people who don't even fucking know about this?
1: Because <laughs> everyone's poor in it, that it, century in England? Yeah. And they need
0: to feed themselves? Yeah. And they're, like, this is the only job they can get? Yeah. Like, what the fuck? I... Yeah, I was like, this is not the empowerment move that they thought it was. Because also the real story is that Sarah Chapman, who's a real person, did actually get the evidence against them and did actually change working conditions, especially for women in factories. Because as we know, later on down the line, we get the same thing that happens with uh, radium.
1: Oh, yeah. You know, in the radium factories, factories, that they're the
0: radium girls. And I'm like, you know, this is like the first time this has happened. You know, but it just felt, I don't know. It was like this, it was a great scene, right? Like they're all marching out of the factory, down the street together. They've stuck it to the man. And they're like, P- but you don't have any evidence. They're not yeah. getting arrested. The factory's not shutting down. Like, no, what? you just lost workers no. for a day.
1: Yeah. No, uh, yeah, I totally agree. Um,
0: yeah.
1: let's, let's, let's let's flip the script. Yeah. Let's, what, what was treasure for you in this movie?
0: Um, I do think that... Some of the scenes, like obviously we talked before, between Enola and Tewksbury, I thoroughly enjoyed. They set up this romance between the two of them in the first film, and it was this very kind of back and forth between the two of them. She,
1: I don't even remember it in the first movie. Like I don't even think it was that memorable, to be honest. Really? That, I, that I remember. It. I mean, maybe the I haven't whole watched the The story is revolved
0: around him. So I guess it is. As a, a reminder, bit. in the first film, she originally gets hired to find. Tewksbury. She finds him very quickly and easily because he's hiding in a suitcase on a train. And when she discovers him, he tells her that he's trying to run away from his duties. He's supposed to take over as Marquis. He doesn't want to do it. Um, Then we discover later on that actually someone's trying to kill him and it's his grandmother because she knows that he has radical ideas and she doesn't want him to go against everything that she thinks like is going to hurt them as a rich like you know aristocracy family so um you know and she she literally they shoot him but he's wearing like a suit of armor under his clothes which is how he doesn't die so they have this whole back and forth um you know she when she meets him she's like disguises herself it's like a boy it's a whole thing so i enjoyed in this season or this film movie yeah Yeah, yeah, it it
1: feels like a season yeah (laughs) like jesus
0: christ two hours in but i enjoyed that they built on that romance but it wasn't the main story no i mean it was there i
1: almost would have preferred if that was the main story because the honestly to me those were the most interesting parts of the
0: entire movie i had the most fun when they were together
1: Their their back and forth their lines are some of the most memorable i think those are the only quotes that i wrote down
0: same they were funny like and even just it, it,
1: there were some action scenes with both of them there yeah. were some romance scenes with both of them there was just some overall comedy like yeah you know i think that millie bobby brown and i, I don't remember the actor who plays Tewksbury but you know were those scenes were a lot more dynamic oh, yeah. louie
0: patridge they
1: had they seemed like they were having more fun they were bouncing more things off yes. than most of the other interactions she has with any of the other characters yeah. even, Hen- there even was, henry yeah,
0: there's like a Few little tidbits between her and Sherlock, but sure. they weren't as strong, Mm-mm. definitely, as her and Tewksbury. Which I was like, again, like I felt those scenes worked way better. But I think they kind of threw him in at the end, and to me, I felt like that shouldn't have just been a throw-in. I feel like either like make it throughout the entire like storyline, like have him actually involved the entire time, or I don't know, like they
1: they did feel some of the scenes did feel like throwaways, like with with them, but. They weren't because they were just funny and interesting. They were interesting.
0: enjoyable. Yeah. 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 I think had he been involved towards the beginning, I think it would have been a little bit better.
1: I agree. Yeah. I mean, that that's pretty much what my treasure was, too. I mean, that the, their scenes together were freaking great. Absolutely. Uh, can we... I mean, is there any... Do we need to talk about who had best performance? Because I think, for me, 110% was Millie Bobby Brown. Like, oh, I don't think anyone else... As a
0: Nola, Yeah. Yeah. Was no, I was in the same boat. I think she embodies this kind of quirky, cute, fun you know, steadfast character. Yeah. Um, and, and she just, uh, of course, the classic is Tizai. Like, we we all <laughs> love that. Um, especially this, because she did it in the first um, movie. And I love in this movie when she has the mask, she's like, Tizai, and then puts the mask on, she's like, not I." <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, fucking brilliant. Well,
1: I mean, you know what's I think great about this movie, too, is much more so than watching her in the first Enola, you can really see her growth as an actress, I feel, feel like, mm-hmm. in this role. And what's nice is, unlike when you watch Stranger Things, where there's really, what, maybe six actors that take the limelight in different ways. Oh, yeah. This is all about her. This whole movie is centered around her. And I could definitely see in the future her carrying other Films, you know, not just comedies or not just, you know, I think a, a whole range of movies. She could definitely carry an entire movie by herself, I think.
0: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we've seen that. Her acting abilities have just grown exponentially since Stranger Things and within Stranger Things. You know, a she percent. holds down a lot of that show. And then her emotional
1: is, range is so good.
0: It's incredible. Yeah. And it, I think this movie is a testament that she can work outside of just a specific genre or style, you know, and and kind of showing that more sweet, comedic, goofy side. So yeah.
1: Jade, uh, I wanted to get to quotes. That's why I wanted to just like (laughs) blow through that because as we said, Tewksbury and Enola have the best quotes and I might be stealing one of yours, Jade, but uh, I wanted to dive right in here. And (laughs) I love, there's the scene where she needs to learn how to dance immediately (laughs) in the ball scene. Yes. And she's like, you need to teach me to dance now and he goes you realize i've been learning to dance since i was five right that's why i know how to do this and she's like good because i fear you'd be a terrible dancer and she's like he's just like okay and he um, like tries to teach her how to dance yes. in five minutes in a bathroom, in a bathroom. Like,
0: um, <laughs> i have so much from that scene too like i love because he responds to her at one point he's like i will lead and you will follow and she goes that seems like a mistake <laughs> Absolutely. And then shortly after, they have an argument. And she's like, you cannot be trusted to take care of yourself. And he's like, I'm a man now. And she's like, you're a man when I tell you you're a man. (laughs) And I was like, God, that's me.
1: (laughs) I'm trying to remember where this quote was from. But she has one where she's like, the fruits of love.
0: Uh. yes i think it's like they're talking about um the the love letter yes
1: (laughs) the fruits of love oh my
0: god no and i love to like you know she in this movie she talks directly to camera and so one of the quotes of course is the game is afoot right so i love like after she kind of loses the thread and finds it again she's like the game has found its feet again
1: (laughs) she's like the game has found its feet again, again. Yes. <laughs> i had that one written down it was fucking great and then
0: when she meets like mm. Tewksbury in the garden and then she looks like She's like is he looking back and then he like looks back directly at her and then she turns <laughs> back she's like okay good he wasn't <laughs> and i'm like fan oh, fucking tactic. i
1: just want a spin-off story where it's just there's no case it's just Tewksbury and fucking enola and they're just doing ridiculous things like oh, the whole time
0: of like, course like, i want her great. to be like solving mysteries and he's always cleaning up after her oh, th- yeah Right, you
1: know that's their relationship. That's exactly they, what it uh, is. Uh-huh. You yeah. know,
0: he's a marquee. I also love uh, an interaction between her and Sherlock when she gets to two twenty one B Baker Street for the very first time, and she's like two twenty one Baker Street. Oh. But it's such a mess. And like there's shit strewn everywhere. And Sherlock's like, don't touch anything. It's perfect. <laughs> I
1: love, no, I love when he wakes up from his hangover and yes. he's like, you've touched my papers. And she goes, what are you talking about? And this she like is looks around mess.
0: and there's just fucking papers shit everywhere. everywhere. And he and like,
1: touched like one paper and he yeah, was and he's like, like everything it's is a mess. It's
0: <laughs> it, honestly, though, me. And then, like, <laughs> I do love, though, like, again, between her and Tewksbury, where he literally tells her that he loves her. And then she's like, you really are nincompoop. Now hail a cab. <laughs> and then, like, literally the scene right after that is when they're trying to break into the uh, matchstick factory. And she's like, shh, you're walking loudly. And he's like, but it's gravel. It's she's gra- like, you've got large feet.
1: <laughs> it's great. Like I said, yeah. that is the funniest part. That and I will say. Whoever is the director or maybe the editing team on this movie is a definite Guy Ritchie fan because there are some great action scenes in this that are just like, I mean, they're just in your face.
0: You know what? Speaking of though, there was a scene that truly bothered me, which is in the, what is it? Stagecoach. It's Enola and Tewksbury. And he's like, teach me how to fight. Oh, yeah. Right. And so she's like, you know, telling me to put his fist up or whatever to like duck. And I'm so sorry, but this bitch has her fucking thumbs on the like outside of her fingers. And it's in the wrong it's wrong. It's wrong. Yeah. You You're gotta gonna tuck put,
1: your thumb in a little bit. You gotta like you
0: yeah. don't put it on the outside. You put, you it, put it over up. your yeah. yeah. You, you put, put it
1: over your over this. your fingers. Yeah. So you don't break like, it. Like
0: I know I'm like thank you. Yeah. And I'm sitting here and I'm just like that's wrong. That's wrong. That's what people
1: do. They they don't tuck in their fingers. And that's how they break their thumbs.
0: Oh my god, yeah. I know Josh, yeah. I know this. As a competitive martial artist, <laughs> I was like, um the yeah. fuck? Like no one, no one on set tell her how to make a fist mm. I was like come on
1: although that part did make me laugh too because like her, her lesson was like oh my face. god so many times like
0: I wrote that I was like She's a she him was in like, the face.
1: she was like okay first <laughs> lesson wham boom wait for the second hit. nope failed nope. she basically just did not teach him anything and just said you failed the end. she basically
0: was like you need to learn to fucking duck she beat
1: the fuck out of him and was yeah. like okay you failed like, like, I can't believe end. she
0: actually punched him in the oh, face 100%. I was like true love
1: <laughs> you know that like he was like hey you know what we one to make this scene real she was he was having that real actor moment and he uh, was like yeah. you should just go ahead and punch me and he, she was like <laughs> Fuck yeah! Uh, and she was, and then he got, he, you know, he got hit, and he was, he was like, like oh, "Holy no fuck!"
0: No, <laughs> uh, actually, I take that back. Yeah, and then another really small grievance because I do graphic design sure. and typography Uh-oh. is like my jam. Is I'm sorry if the typography in this movie really bothered me because obviously they used a font for the letters, and that's fine for doing a scene that's like from far away. But during the hero shots, it was literally a printed fucking font, and I was like. You couldn't have hired a calligrapher. It's not that hard. It's not that hard. I don't know. It just Interesting. personally bothered me. So, like, when she gets the um, invitation from Tewksbury, yeah. and on the back, there's supposed to be a handwritten note that's like, please come. I would love to see you, whatever. love Tewksbury. And I was like, that's a font. That's a font. That's somebody typed that and printed <laughs> oh no. it. Why couldn't you have hired a calligrapher? And then, same with like, the newspaper i did not
1: notice that oh my
0: god <laughs> josh personally i was like is this bickham script like oh my I'm,
1: <laughs> script. I'm like using
0: adobe capture
1: and like is this time's new roman
0: <laughs> oh my god and then like same with like the newspaper headlines that they were using i was like what fucking font is this for this headline this doesn't feel accurate i'm like this Pick. is like fucking calderock like, and
1: was this produced by a man is that why, is that why? Uh,
0: probably <laughs> absolutely but regardless i was like whoever the grab designer is on set like you should have you've only been using fonts that were actually around at the time because there were there are Times New Roman yeah. is so fucking old because these were essentially fonts that were literally carved into blocks that were printed for printing you know, you presses. Know, you
1: know what it probably was. It probably was some executive producer, so, some someone on set, some lowly person said, Hey, we should spend the money and like get all this shit done. And someone went, just fucking print it. No one will ever know the fucking difference. No, that's,
0: that's exactly, exactly what that was, happened. That it was, Josh. It was the conversation. just to save time and yeah. money. Yep. And I know that. Yep. But it just uh, Perturbed yep. me, and you another... know that
1: you know what. If you go into some subreddit, there is there is a thread that just rails on this for sure. Exact because there's issue. other
0: people I know that are just like me that are <laughs> looking at this, being like, "Why the fuck did you choose that font?" You know,
1: we were talking about this now. This is going to be on your TikTok later. This is absolutely going to be someone with a whole video, yeah, outlining Josh, and putting I'm it on graphics on oh. TikTok.
0: I know it's, it's going to appear gonna, eventually, absolutely. and I'm going to be like, "Yeah, I was correct. <laughs> I am right in this."
1: Well, Jade, where yeah. do you rate this film?
0: Um, this is a shelf. Really? I, you know, it's funny as I originally wrote Jim.
1: I was thinking Jim, like for a moment here, but I, I, I'm i curious. Go, yeah, no, I liter- so
0: I literally wrote down Jim. But as we've been discussing, I think it's a shelf because I think this movie doesn't really stand alone very well, in ter- mm. which is hard for sequels. Mm. But I think, again, I just don't think the mystery is there for me. Like, I would watch, even though I know... I know the conclusion in Knives Out. I would still watch Knives Out 100 times over because the mystery sure. is still fun for me. There's still an element of surprise there. There's still a shroud over what's actually supposed to be happening versus this felt like I kept being like, how do you not know? How do you not? That's so obvious. What is that?
1: You know what? You know what's funny is I was kind of wavering on this. I hadn't really written down my rating for this mm-hmm. yet, but... I was on the fence between Shelf and Jem, and mm-hmm. I think as we started talking about it, because, li- listen, like, on, on on the surface, this is a great movie. Like, yeah. it's Millie Bobby enjoyable. Brown doing great stuff. It's kind of fun. You don't really have to think about it, but, like, I think there's just enough, like, it, I think you're right. I think yeah. the, the litmus test for Jem is, for our ratings, mm-hmm. is, like, watchability, right? Yeah. Like, I want to watch this movie again. Jade, I'm going to be honest. I was going to try and watch this movie twice because I watched it pretty much four or five days ago. And usually I try to watch it the day before. So I was going to yeah. browse back through it. I really didn't. Because like every time I went back to go watch it again, I was like, ugh. And you know what? I went, ugh.
0: I think that's why I made it a shelf for I me. I think it's a shelf. Because yeah. I watched it the first time just to enjoy and yeah. that was my initial reading I was like oh this is Jim because I you know had a yeah. good time but then when I rewatched it to do the review and I started taking notes I was like Ugh. I was getting, yeah. I was getting exhausted through certain scenes because I was like oh my god I don't really want like yeah. the prison scene I like fast forwarded through it because yeah. I was like this is I don't nothing happens here
1: exactly like look if you enjoyed Enola Holmes 1 you'll probably enjoy Enola Holmes 2 of you course. probably won't be looking at as critical as we will and it'll be no, fine yeah. for you <laughs> but like I, I don't think like a Noah Holmes I would probably go ahead and watch again right now. Like if you were like let's go watch Noah Holmes, i be sure. like sure.
0: I've already watched it a few times.
1: But this one, no. I it just felt too like there were literal times in the movie, yeah. and the, we've said this about movies we feel like are too long, where I was editing it and going, I'm bored out. now. I don't need this. Same. I, don't need I was this.
0: literally editing as I was watching. I was like, you could have cut this scene. You could have cut this scene. Yeah. You could have just shortened this. You should have made this this. I think same. I
1: think shelf for me. Yeah. yeah.
0: So again, not a bad movie. Not a bad movie. Good watch. You I know. still think I'll watch it again. Yeah.
1: yeah. So you know what? If you're looking for something to watch this week, you could do worse. Oh, Nola Holmes too. Yeah. 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 Nola Holmes two is streaming now on Netflix.
0: Are you involved in something dangerous?
1: Good afternoon. You can't control Enola Holmes. She's a force of nature. Once again, if you want to watch Enola Holmes two, it's streaming now on Netflix, where you can also find. The original Anola Holmes. <laughs> if you haven't seen that, we would definitely recommend going to see that one oh,
0: first. Absolutely,
1: but you're not going to get lost if you just go ahead and watch two. Yeah, it's, it's you won't be missing anything. No, I'm missing. Yeah, it's fine. Anyway, Jade, you know what? What I was noticing is I literally went through Netflix the other day, and I think I checked ninety percent of their upcoming because. Yeah everything looks good from november through december
0: welcome to what i've been doing for every year i I, I mean listen i go th- i try
1: to go through and like you know grab a couple of things here and there on netflix but i want to say like especially this summer when i was looking at stuff i was like eh, like i'd find seen see one or two things yeah. but it wasn't great. literally i'm not even joking like it's okay
0: i don't think anyone will ever be at the level that <laughs> i personally am i do understand that like half of the what i've selected that i think we're going to talk about Came up on Netflix's Geeked Week. I think I'm the only person that Truth. watched it. I think you are right. So it's totally fine. It's fine.
1: Jade, you know what I'm most interested in? We talked about it a lot in the show, but it's finally coming out. Oddest timing ever. Really want to know what the backstory is going on. Wednesday is finally coming out yes. this month. It's coming out the week of Thanksgiving. So excited! I know what I'm going to be binging yeah november 23rd perfect yes. escape for getting away from family or maybe just shutting them up putting them <laughs> say hey let's watch this fucking show like
0: oh, i'm gonna have to wait till i get home oh. sadly and you
1: can't watch it like in a in your group oh, family I, setting they'll just run it they'll just talk over I
0: it i love my family <laughs> <laughs> but no no i'm so sorry when i actually care about something like that yeah. i can't i can't i know i know
1: what you're talking about because there's when people aren't interested and they're trying to talk through it or they try to make stupid comments and you're like First yeah. off, you don't know what you're talking about. Or it's
0: like they're, they're distracted because they're not actually into it. So they're just yeah. like doing other things. And I'm trying to be really into it. And I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, shut up. Just shut up. Yeah. Just uh, shut up.
1: We, were, we were doing that with yeah. uh, Danielle's family one time. And it, same, like I was yeah. trying, I was really into the show. yeah, And I was trying, I'm like, okay, this is a pivotal, fuck. this is like, yes. you know, this is like Game of Thrones, episode nine kind of shit. Like I need yeah. to like pay but attention. That was like when my family
0: wanted to like rewatch Stranger Things on Thanksgiving. And I was like, I can't, I love this show too much <laughs> to allow you to ruin it for me. <laughs> it's like I I can't
1: do you ever like watch a show with someone and their opinion is just so vastly different and you're like stop fucking stop talking right now you don't know what the fuck you're talking about that's
0: exactly it again love my family (laughs) I just you know we're different people and that's okay (laughs) but
1: Wednesday's gonna be great really looking forward to it also you know what I didn't know you probably knew about this Jade
0: oh I did
1: December 2nd Mm -hmm. Firefly Lane's coming back
0: yes season 2 I
1: feel like that's a show that flew under the radar for a lot of people and was really underappreciated as a show
0: it did, you know, what it looks like your typical, like, and it, it kind of is. It's like, you know, cheesy women show, whatever, a little bit of romance, a little bit of, you know, it's about friendship. But it was pretty solid. The storylines in it were, there's some serious subjects in what
1: there. What are the few things I can stand Catherine uh, Heigl in these days?
0: Oh, truth. Right? Yes. Yeah, That's I heard like a lot. Chalk together. Yeah. I think it worked really well. I think there was... There's just a really interesting story to me. I loved the flashbacks of like between childhood and then like their early 20s and kind of how it grew to be who they were today and some of the serious subjects it tackled. I think they did a really good job. So I'm actually looking forward to season two.
1: One last thing, Jade, I'm going to mention is Mm. uh, perfect because it's coming out. I think this next week before the weekend, this upcoming weekend, Mm -hmm. the Great British Baking Show Holiday Edition coming out yeah so they do special much like every British show they do specials for the holidays so it's like they bring back contestants from previous seasons mm. they have special crazy challenges it's great I love it I fucking love it
0: also coming next week is season three also known as the finale of dead to me finally yes oh I'm my god beyond excited for this to come back it has been I felt like 12 years since we've well it's because
1: like the first two seasons for those who actually watched weren't they just like they were like wham wham like right next yeah, to yeah because it came
0: out in 2019 and then so second season was 2020 so it's been two years since the second season but we're finally getting the finale to dead to me so i'm really excited for that we also have a brand new series also coming next week on netflix called 1899 which <gasps> i'm excited about this was talked about during netflix's geeked week uh, where it says a multinational immigrants traveling from the old continent to the new encounter to the new encounter a nightmarish riddle aboard a second ship adrift on the open sea so this is really cool
1: murder mystery period peace say no more
0: Oh, my God. And it's supposed to be kind of eerie. There's something spooky going on. And what's really cool about this show, it's kind of the first time some of this new technology has been introduced where they're not using a green screen for the sea, but it's an actual almost 360 degree digital screen that the camera itself is recording.
1: Interesting.
0: Yeah, so they're actually, the actors are looking out at an open sea and like they're recording what actually was on screen. So it wasn't green screened in. Wow. So there's, yeah, this is some new technology. So this is supposed to help kind of bring in more realism and, and hopefully...
1: I'm always amazed when like shows try to do things on water, like or some of oh these scenes God, yeah. like on the water, because, you know... For anyone who's, you know, kind of nerdy about film, for those who watch... Do you, do you ever watch Deadliest Catch, some of the earlier seasons?
0: Oh, my God. Everyone was into that show, yeah. right, at the time?
1: you know the crazy shit that they had to do to make the audience not sick? Like, they actually had to strap some of the cameras down to the ship because when they oh were God. shooting everything over yes. the shoulder, it was... T- they literally did screen tests and people were throwing up because so it was too so intense. So,
0: I get severe motion sickness. Yeah. And I know that that would have made me yeah. very, very sick. And, yeah, no, like... That show is so intense. I remember watching that on college bars. Yeah. They were just have a plank.
1: That that show was crazy when it first came out. Yeah. Like it still kinda was, but like all those yeah. guys got rich eventually. And like of it course. wasn't as interesting.
0: It was yeah. But
1: like early on, those seasons were really good. nuts.
0: Oh, Josh, I got one for you. Also coming out next week. Season two, Sex Lives with College Girls. <gasps> Yeah. I
1: didn't even know that was coming
0: I will be watching this. So
1: HBO is still funding a few decent things.
0: Thank the Lord. That that was
1: was such a good show. If you haven't watched... Listen, forget everything else that we've mentioned. Yeah. If you haven't watched The Sex Lives (laughs) of College Girls... Do it now. One of the best written shows that I've seen in a long time.
0: So incredibly well done. It's by Mindy Kaling. I mean, it's just...
1: We're we're blessed to have Mindy Kaling at this peak of her career. We
0: are. This is her prime. I mean, she is... Killing it right now. But no, this, I actually did a rewatch in preparation of season two because I was like, you know, I'm just Can gonna. Still hold up? Oh, yeah, for sure. Absolutely fantastic. Yeah. I, again, laughed, cried, really tender moments, really funny moments. I mean, I just, I'm so excited to see what season two brings, especially because the cliffhanger at the end of season one, which I totally forgot about.
1: I'm gonna have to go back and watch at least two or three episodes because I don't remember there being a cliffhanger at all. It's I don't.
0: Not a big surprise. So spoiler alert: it's the main character Kimberly was about to be kicked out of school for cheating, <gasps> but instead of being kicked out, they revoked her scholarship, so she now has that's, to find like twenty grand. That's right. I yeah, do remember so, this now. Okay. Yeah.
1: Okay. Interesting. And then
0: Nico was cheating on his girlfriend with her, so now we're left with where's that relationship end? Like.
1: Interesting. I yeah, I, I, I really like that show. Like I said, Mindy Kaling right now, she can do no wrong. She is killing it in literally everything that she's doing. Oh, and yeah. If HBO cancels her, any of her shows, they're fucking idiots. Like,
0: okay. Do you believe in the theory that BJ Novak is the father of her children? I've heard this.
1: What is, <laughs> what is this new thing? I mean,
0: it's not new. Could I believe it. Like, sure. Like, well, because so she had two, sur- not like surrogate, I, but she, two sperm donor children.
1: I feel like that's getting too much into office lore though. And bleeding over into real well,
0: life. no, 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 because the whole thing is that Mindy and BJ actually did date during the office. They were very on and off, just like their characters, Kelly and Ryan. <laughs> And they said that a lot of what was written on the show was true to, like, their life. That's insane. And if you notice, <laughs> in all of Mindy Kaling's writing of all of her shows, there's always a self-insert character, which is the young Indian woman. And there's always a B.J. Novak character. <laughs> so when true. she Yeah. So in The Mindy Project, Danny, the man she's falling in love with, is the B.J. Novak in uh, Sex Live of College Girls. We have yet to see him. But I think he's going to pop up as someone who um, Bella, the Indian girl – is going to end up dating. Mm. And then in, um oh, what is it? Uh, what's the other series on Netflix? Oh uh, uh
1: b- 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 the, uh, Never Have I Ever? Yeah, Never Have yeah. I Ever. Yes.
0: Ben Grossman is the B.J. Novak oh, character. Thousand percent. Yeah, exactly. Thousand percent. So, and then of course people talk about, so he's the godfather for children. Um, and everyone's like, is he the, like the godfather? Because he's also the sperm donor. Because mm. people talk about him possibly being the sperm donor. Because Mindy's probably like, I, if I'm going to have children with anyone, yeah. I want it to be you, but I don't, need you to fulfill the like the fatherly role i just want you like in my life just give me
1: a cup and i don't doubt
0: <laughs> that they don't have that relationship where he would do that
1: yeah i can see that i don't know i can see you know i kind of I mean, believe
0: it sure it, even if it's not true like it's, it's just, fun yeah it's yeah. just fun to, to, <laughs> to believe in yeah. conspiracy theories. Fucking
1: rich people. <laughs> <laughs> uh Anyways. so jane let's talk about uh, yeah. our movie next week Which we've been going back and forth, you know, as we always do. We kind of like decide usually as we're recording what we want to do next, you know, because we go through a series of like, oh, that looks like it sucks. Or (laughs) we've done like four horror movies in a row. Let's do something Something else. else. But like, I think because... Maybe Enola Holmes didn't, on a second run, mm-hmm. live up to our expectations. I feel like I need some more murder mystery yeah, in my life. let's try
0: again. And tell us about the, our next movie. So we're going to watch See How They Run, which is now available to watch on HBO Max. Um, this is, again, a murder mystery. It says, in the west end of 1950s London, plans for a movie version of a smash hit play come to an abrupt halt after a pivotal member of the crew is murdered.
1: This has a great cast. I mean- oh.
0: Phenomenal. Sam
1: cast. Rockwell, Sierra Ronan, you have Adrian Brody. Um I'm trying to think of who else here in this uh, I think cast. it
0: was Harris Dickinson. Yep. Um we have Ruth Wilson. Ruth Wilson,
1: that's what I was thinking of.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh David Oyelowo. Um
1: at least when you look at the trailer, this it feels maybe a little West Andersonery. Is that a yeah. Uh, term? Sli- yeah, yeah, for
0: sure. This has West Anderson vibes. I feel like that's what they're trying to play off of, especially, you know, and Adrian Brody, yeah. both kind of, you know, alums.
1: They're, they're in the, yeah, they're in the club now, uh, yeah. West Anderson, yeah. And
0: then because this uh, film actually takes from a, agatha christie play and then the actual character or characterization of the person agatha christie is in it i feel like there's this combination of like let's do an agatha christie story but make it in the style of wes anderson
1: nice nice well jade i do feel like i actually need to update our social medias this week because (laughs) people have been visiting our page i've been getting a little alerts and i'm like i haven't
0: actually
1: updated anything in like a month so i will do it this week and some of our channels i'll put up some things but (laughs) where can folks find our outdated content if they really want to
0: yeah, if you just, like, want to, like, say you follow us with uh, no real new information. Um, no, you can follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and Facebook. We are Our Taste is Trash. You can also find us on our outdated website, mm.
1: Yeah, You know We'll get our team on that. We'll get our creative team. Our, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. We'll, when we
0: get our interns handed no up.
1: No one wants to work these days.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, nobody wants to work.
1: No one wants to work these, for free. Uh, <laughs> anyway, come back next week. We're going to review, uh, see how they wrote. Is that where? Yes. Yep, yeah, we yeah. just discussed it. I already forgot. I'm, I'm tired. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> See how they run. You can watch it. It's on HBO Max. Come back next week. You know, maybe. To get ourselves a treat.